0: Hey everyone, this is the Let's Talk About Initiative. My name is Devin Kumar. This is the friendship topic of the Let's Talk About Initiative. Today, I'll have my two best friends, John Wang and Eddie Sue on with me. Before we get into it, just wanted to have a quick recap of our last episode with Dr. Curtis and Dr. Raka on sustainable design. They recommended the books, Diet for a Small Planet, A PhD is Not Enough, And Invisible Woman Exposing Data Bias in a World Designed for Men. Currently reading them, and so far, I like them all, and I recommend you all to check it out. It was an interesting podcast just because the level of depth of knowledge that both of them have. It was also interesting just for myself because currently in grad school for uh, kind of the topics we talked about. So, uh, Without further ado, uh, let's roll into this episode, and I hope you guys enjoy giving it a listen. Cheers. Hey, everyone. This is the Let's Talk About initiative. My name is Devin Kumar. This is the friendship episode. So today, I have brought on my two best friends, two of the best guys I know, the lads John Wang and Eddie Sue. We lived together when we all went to undergrad at UT Austin. Uh, We called it the Muscle Factory. Uh, now, uh, John and I live in Atlanta for um, Our Next Steps in Life, and Eddie is finishing up pharmacy school in uh, Dallas. So, welcome, lads. Thanks again for joining me. It's oh, yeah, an thanks, honor.
1: Thanks for having me, lad. It's an honor to be here.
0: Thanks for having us. Okay, so, <laughs> you know, this is kind of a weird topic. It's a little more abstract versus the last topics were a lot more d- defined. Um, you know, mental health is easy to talk about. Oh, in terms of this, po- the podcast, um, powerlifting is easy to talk about. Sustainable design is pretty easy to talk about. Friendship, it's a pretty simple word and topic, but when it comes down to talking about it with two friends, I don't know. I, I we, We've done a couple little mini takes before this and it, it's kind of, it's not awkward at all. It's just, it's, it's different. It, it's just not concrete. Like the last topic's, so, I feel like I sound kind of dumb when I'm talking about this, <laughs> and I, I know I know we both had this. All of us were having this issue before, so we're oh, just going to kind of roll into it and, and see what the fuck happens. So, do you guys want to talk about like what a friend means to you, and then and then I'll, I'll kind of go from there. So, Eddie, you want you want to uh, begin?
2: A friend, in my own definition, is just somebody that I don't feel awkward reaching out to or talking to. Um, I don't have to rethink or uh, pre check myself before I say something. Um I can uh, be comfortable talking to them. Um I'm I'm an introvert person or more introverted person as you can say. So in my way, an easy way of knowing if someone has become a friend isn't saying like, oh, you're my friend now, right? And then them saying yes. But it's more <laughs> of a, it's more of like, you know, a natural progression where Um, I got to the point where instead of me losing energy, interacting with them, I either don't lose energy at all, or I actually gain energy from talking to them. So baseline, I just don't have as many, um, acquaintances or, or, you know, to begin with. But once I have, you know, once I know people that, um, who I will consider friends, I, these are people that, um, I know for sure, um, you know, aren't going to backstab me or, um, in short terms, it's someone that I know that I'll be able to, um, have like a long lasting, uh, relationship with in a way. So
1: okay.
2: it, it's almost like I'm, when I go about this, I, it's almost like, uh, as if I'm trying to look for a girlfriend or something, right. Like a long-term girlfriend.
0: Definitely. Um,
2: you know what I mean? Like you, you look for a couple of things. It's not just like the, the next person you see on the street. Right. Or, or, um, you know, you first enter like a classroom, right? You can have like a couple hundred Mm -hmm. people in there, but you never know which person is going to be, you know, the perfect friend or or whatever. But, but yeah, just drawing out that definition a little little long, but just to summarize for me. For me, the definition is someone who, who, who actually gives me energy instead of, you know, always taking energy. So it's more like a, um, it's not like a parasitic relationship. It's, it's more of like a, uh, uh, relationship where both sides benefit
0: yeah in, in the example you made of like finding like a significant other i, I mean it, that's just like another type of relationship right like a friendship is a form of a relationship and, and actually we'll get into that later in in this episode the parallels between those because it's actually even from like a biological level th- there's a lot of similarities between them but yeah great definition what about you john
1: You know, I feel like friend again, every everyone's definition of friendship is very different. But for me personally, I feel like I have a few different definitions of friendship. Like a very loose one, I guess, is pretty similar to Eddie's word. Or it's kind of like someone where I like it's someone where I've shared a I shared experience with someone and like the quality of that experience was just great, you know, like in whichever way it could be. Like very few small examples like if I go lifting, I have friends who lift and, you know, we enjoy our time together through that one activity. So uh it can range from that all the way up to, you know, I have friends who I consider family, maybe even above my like blood related family. So for me personally I have different levels of friends uh, friends or friendships I guess.
0: Yeah, I think it's not a good way of looking at it as far as like uh like kind of tiers to It and, and yeah, it is yeah, kind sure. of like I mean, even this is kind of where it's a little tricky, like talking about even talking about the definition of like what a friend is, because it sounds so um like calculated and equation like, and I don't think any of us like, are actually like analyzing it to see it that way. It's just when <laughs> yeah. you try to articulate it, uh, it comes across that way. And, and to talk about something that's like kind of as intimate as friendship is, it, it's, it is kind of weird, especially when you've got like, this podcast running and a recording going, it's, it, it it makes things a little um a a little more uh, nerve wracking, and yeah. you know, I've done a couple podcasts, and I guess I'm a little more used to it, but it's still even for me, it's tough. What are you saying, John?
1: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I was just saying, like, yeah, for sure. Like this topic, it kind of makes you like overthink and be like hypercritical, you know? Like, because yeah. friendship, it doesn't always necessarily have to be like, oh, someone that I can rely on, you know? Like, it can just be someone who, like, like that just brings up the mood by just how they are, you know, like you can, and you don't have to be on like an intimate base level, but you can still take away a lot from that friendship, you know? So mm. yeah, it's like, yeah, it could be, it can be like, you know, very intimate, very not calculated, but like, you know, like you share, you share like deep meaning, like you share secrets between each other, or not secrets, but like you share, you're more open to other people, but you don't always have to get to that level to still consider someone a friend, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of, I guess, a little where I differ with what like a friend is to me as far as like, it's a pretty strong word to me. And I know I've talked to you guys about this before. I I feel like it's kind of thrown around a lot. And and it could just be based off my personality. But, you know, I'm really fucking weird. So it takes a special person to like, be able to be around me and to still have a good time. And uh, that's not to put myself down. It's just to uh, uh, state that Uh, My vibe is unique and I embrace it. And the people that uh, choose to be around me and I also choose to be around are are, are special. And, uh, you know, it's someone who can, I feel like obviously, you know, you guys already stated, I don't want to be too redundant, but someone who's going to have your back. Someone, I like how he was saying, you don't overthink when you're talking to just someone who, you know, there's a give and there's a take, um, but overall, just like any other relationship, there's growth and there's like respect and there's also, um, fun. So sure. let, let, you know, the, the, John, I know you're mentioning kind of like different tiers to our friends. I know you referred to like your high school friends as like brothers. And I, I know like for me, we, we kind of differ as far as our relationship with our families. So, which is why you're able to refer to your high school friends as brothers. So how does that differ? Um, A friend you can call a brother versus just like a friend in general.
1: Right. Um, I guess like to give like a little quick background in in terms of like why I see some of these guys that I consider brothers like or friends that I consider brothers. Like for me personally growing up, I grew up away from my parents and my sister, like my close family. My aunt and uncle kind of raised me for a few years. So during those years, Like these, there's these four individuals that uh that I met in middle school, starting middle school. But um, you know, like I grew up with them. You know, we did everything together. Like whenever I was not home, I was always with them. I like I spent more time with these four individuals more than anyone else during while I was growing up. So because of because of like the quality and the quantity of experiences that we've shared, um, I guess I've put them, you know, I consider them family, but what was the other question
0: what does that oh, kind of mean to you when you're able to call a friend a brother
1: well to be honest like i don't really meant so like would you consider so you have you have a you have a younger brother devin would you consider him a brother or do you consider him a friend
0: i, I consider him a brother because, so
1: like i see it the same way you know like so for me yeah. like you know like they've got for me they've it's not like a level of tears in terms of friendship, but they just become Mm -hmm. a family to me just because I grew up with them. Like, you know, like I spent a shit ton of time with them growing up and we have so many, we share so many experiences together. And like, yeah. So like, sometimes I don't even consider them friends, you know, like I just consider them brothers, Mm -hmm. you know, like I like, I like, I will consider you a best friend and I would, I, and I would not be able to consider those four individuals as best friends. You know, I just see them as brothers whatever that like there's a difference what's the di- what the difference is for me is, is hard, it's hard is it's harder to say just because like for my brothers it's like a kind of a gray area because like mm-hmm. I, like some like i have family members that i don't really consider family but i yeah. consider them family you know so it's just kind of like a gray area with them specifically i guess so it's kind of yeah
0: you definitely like kind of opened my mind to that i know me, I, I have a really close, I mean, I'm super grateful. I, I've had like kind of a really close and um, great relationship with my family. And so I always used to treat like blood as universally, like something special, mm, but, yeah. uh, you know, at, you kind of showed me that that's not always the case. And obviously I knew that wasn't the case, but having, being so close to someone who that wasn't the case to really helped me understand what that meant. So I, I just, you know, I. Um, I I thought it was kind of important to talk about how maybe the line between friendship and family can blur and how that's okay, you know? Um, Yeah, of
1: course, man. Uh, Like you said, like, I think like, I think like there's a term like blood is thicker than water, but like, I feel like more than anything, you know, like the reason why people say that is because they grew up with that. Like, let's say you grew up, like if you grew up with a family member, like, you've been with them since you were born, you know, like you grew up with them, like you have a lot of, a lot of time together, you know? So like, I guess, I think that's where, it, where like people say, it was, oh, like blood these because they've just known that person for so long, they grew up together, you know, like, let's say you, like with your parents, like, you know, like they've seen you grow up from like a kid up to now where you are, like, imagine how, like how many, how much relationships or like how much time that you spent together, you know?
0: Yeah, like for me uh, that's, I mean, just,
1: that, that's just that's 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 just my case with with my brothers. I guess you know, like I I basically just grew up with them. They know everything about me that when I was younger that my that my own family members might not know. So,
0: yeah, I I think it's a really good way of putting it because I mean, just to like oversimplify this family, like your parents generally, you know, someone spent the most yeah. has had the longest relationship with because, mm-hmm. um, like you know, they're, they're your parents. And so I think maybe that's why there's so much value in that. But, you know, if your parents are like, you know, uh, if they're abusive, or not, not even in your in the picture, or um, whatever, obviously, you're not going to feel like, you know, it's blood is thicker than water. And, And I think that's why the friendships are so important, because they're someone that you get to consciously, well, i'll put consciously in in quotes but someone you get to actually have a little more control over who who they are so i you know that that, i think that's why like friendship is so great yeah Um, i agree man you know the
2: first thing you know oh sorry to kick in but this whole time of this talk about family members who aren't blood related but you say you know you call them brother or and whatnot you know what that reminds me of well. Fast and Furious. You know the Fast and Furious franchise?
1: <laughs> <laughs> You know, honestly, man, my favorite character and like I feel like so like uh Josh and Michael know this, but like, you know, like so I I love watching the Fast and Furious movies growing up. And one yeah. character that always sticks out to me is Dom. You know, like I really like his like his death like how he takes care of his family, but like his family isn't like I mean he has a sister there, but they're not blood related, you know, like yeah. they're all like they all became family because like they shared they shared time experiences together you know like and those those uh those experiences is just what helped shape that family or you know like that they were able to uh, make in that movie but yeah yeah man like whenever i like whenever i drink corona now like you know i gotta i gotta hold it like dom, like how dom does in the movie you know like grab grab the whole yeah. You know, grab it by the whole hand. You know, like on yeah. the collar, and just you know. But yeah, uh, yeah. Corona triggered, yeah. <laughs> triggered. <laughs> oh boy, that's a different topic. Yeah, but yeah, man. Different like even though, yeah, even during this past trip, like I got Corona, and Michael and Josh pointed it out, I was like, what is this some Fast and Furious shit? I was like, hell yeah, you know me.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we went yeah, to. Uh, I guess I'm just Co-
1: different that way.
0: We went to Colorado to snowboard a week ago it was uh it was a good time <laughs> so uh it was a good time you know as we get older and as we change friends come and go um, some friends stay and i wanted to spend a little time on that so i'll give like a quick example of myself so growing up, I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, when I was in high school, I had a few friends in high school. And, uh, you know, as, as we grew older, I've kind of changed a little bit where it, they're still special because we shared the special memories together in high school. But, you know, they're not, they're not there isn't that like compatibility anymore. Just like, you know, just how Eddie was talking about like a friend is kind of like, you know, like um, a significant, significant other is as a relationship goes and part of that might have to do with the physical distance um, between me and them but I think at the same time um, some friendships are easy you know the physical distance doesn't really affect uh, friendships so like Eddie you know we've been away from you for a year and it, we were just saw you uh, last week and it doesn't even feel like time's gone by you know like we still message each yeah. other almost every day and it's not yeah. like it's not like, Hey, like, what are you doing today? You know, it, it's not <laughs> like that. Like just somehow, like we just can meet, keep messaging each other through like multiple platforms and it's just like super organic. And it's just, it's fun. Right. Um, yeah. and then John, at the same time when we were, when Eddie and I were in Austin, you know, same thing with you. So I, I guess that's kind of just an example on my end of how physical distance affects friendship and how it doesn't, but how does like, how does physical distance affect you guys with it?
2: Uh, I guess I'll, I'll take this first. Um, so physical distance, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as for me, I I like the physical distance because I think that being able to message, you know, just like on different platforms and stuff. In, in a way, I feel like being able to send, like, you know, uh, I guess this is a little off track, but it's it's kind of hard for me to make newer friends or to screen someone as you know, are they someone that um, I can be friends with? Or like, you know what I mean? But the thing is, things like Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, and all that kind of makes it easier, because I don't have to just start a weird conversation or have to think about a, you know, like an opening line, as if I'm trying to like, send a, you know, girl on Tinder, a, a, a <laughs> open line, like, you know what I mean? Like, a, like, yeah, a, like yeah, a line. Sure. I don't have to think that hard. All I do is, the one thing that we have a common interest in, right. is like, Oh, I talked to this guy about, uh, about how to do max pull-ups or something. And then I see some kind of post, uh, or on someone I follow on Instagram who makes a post about it. I, I can just send that and I don't even have to send a message. I'd literally just share a post and then just starting from there. I mean, it, it can build into something else. Right. So I kind of like this thing. I don't have to like my, my way of screening isn't, it's kind of like a date, right? Like, you can you can take someone on a date, um, you know, spend fifty bucks, and then you you find out you you don't have chemistry. In this way, I can screen from the comfort of my bed or something and just send them like <laughs> a meme or you know like a meme. And if you, yeah, if they like that humor, if they like that content, they're like, oh, well, I like that content too. And then like you kind of just go like back and forth like that. And 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 um, in a way, it saves you like the time and money to say like, oh, let's go, let's go to like, let's go to lunch now or whatever i mean i'm not really good at that anyways um I, I i think it is important to have an in-person thing but i'm using this corona i mean using the coronavirus situation to your advantage right yeah i mean like you don't have yeah, to in person. just say oh yeah like uh yeah we can't we can't hang out or we can't we can't do that we just let you know you gotta stay home
0: do, do um, they pass the vibe check
2: yeah yeah so so honestly I, I I think in that way, you know, you can be in the same uh city and stuff, but in a way you're still distance, right? Because you're you're not you're not in person. But yeah, I mean, after a friendship's been established, like for us, I mean the distance hasn't really been a big issue. Like I feel yeah. like I whenever we met, it's been it was a whole year and it didn't even yeah. feel like a whole year had passed. It just feels like the last week I was already hanging out with you guys and yeah. we don't yeah. even we don't even FaceTime every day. I don't see your guys' face you know, even on pictures or whatever. I mean, maybe yeah, through Snapchat, true. but, but even just like, <laughs> Oh, you see more pictures. than our faces on Snapchat. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, see, I see more than I see, on
1: Snapchat. <laughs> oh, we see too much sometimes.
2: <laughs> but yeah, you know, like, uh, I don't think I don't, uh, to a certain point, I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, we, we've all, uh, had friends, you know, um, who you kind of lose contact with, but, It's a, it's a big effort, right. To keep up with, with people. But, um, I think the people who you, who you really have a, um, have a, you know, a a real relationship with, right. That you subconsciously also pretty much pretty value. I think, um, you'll just naturally already be in contact with them, um, through, through a long distance. And it's not, it's not even as big of a commitment as it is like a long distance relationship. Right. Yeah. It's not like, sure. oh, yeah, they're gonna cheat on me with another friend, right <laughs> well,
1: I haven't been in a relationship for years, so who who knows <laughs> but but uh i i I see where you're coming from, Eddie, I kind of have to disagree, or like not disagree, but like for me, I think distance does play a huge role, at least for me personally, just because i'm more I'm not really good at shooting people with like text messages text messages or like. But like, I mean I have you guys like we have a group chat. I think having a group chat definitely helps, especially these this day and age. But yeah. I personally like personally speaking, ever since I moved to Atlanta, like I haven't really been keeping up with a lot of my friends that I've made in college. Like yeah. I've had f- I've had like a few different groups of friends. Um but like I haven't like if I was like maintained that relationship very easily in Austin just because I saw them a lot, you know, because I saw them every day, so it's easy to maintain it. But after coming out here, it's like I don't I don't see them I don't see them in person anymore, and um, I'm really bad. At least for me, speaking personally, like I'm really bad at like keeping contact. For me, distance plays a huge role in my relationships. Uh, just like from personal experiences and stuff. But like in terms of like how it is when you because like like you mentioned like you guys mentioned like sometimes you have friends that you know like a long time might have passed, but like when you see them, it just feels like yesterday when you met them. And I think that that just comes down to like 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 you mentioned, Eddie. Like how how real your relationship is. You know, like if it's like genuine. You know, like it's a good vibe. It's genuine. It's you know, it's like it's just it's just like a just a good time. You know, like yeah, you, you just have a really good relationship with that one individual. That I think time doesn't really play a factor. this point
0: water? <laughs> Are you peeing? Are you pee? Oh,
2: no, I'm (laughs) drinking water.
0: (laughs) Oh, good. good, Glad glad you're getting hydrated. Yeah, Yeah, I got to stay hydrated. Got to stay hydrated. You know, uh, I don't have the answers to these questions, but it makes you think like if like I was friends with someone because we were in close proximity and then there's a physical distance between us. Were were we friends just out of convenience, or was it just like a lower like I was we talking about tier? Was it like a lower level t- tiered friendship? And that sounds like that sounds kind of like has a negative connotation, but that's why I like the word acquaintance because um anyway, that's, that's not a conversation. But it, I don't I don't have the answers to those questions. But I, yeah, it, it definitely makes you like mm-hmm. think. And I, I think what we're talking about right now, you know, as we get older, it changes. Like if if we had this same conversation a couple years ago, I think our answers and our conversation would have been different. So. I know if we, you know, a couple years later um, from now, if we have it, it's, it's going to be different. So that's just life, though. You know, I mean, I talked to you guys about this. I feel like if if we die with the same values that we are born with, then we didn't live life, right? Because we weren't exposed to any people, we weren't exposed to any other like values or beliefs or um, adversities where. I mean that's what makes you change, you know. I mean the the past year, I, I tell you guys, I've been th- through a character arc. I, I, in some ways, I feel like a completely different person just because of the adversity and different experiences I've, I've faced. Um, yeah. So, it's, it, I think it's okay to like say things just to say things and not have to answer.
1: For me, though, like all my friends, like even if I don't talk to them now or like don't keep up with them, like I, the people that I consider friends, like I will always like. No matter like what tier they are, like you know, or, or at least personally speaking, like no matter what, how close we were, like if I consider someone a friend, for me, it, it I don't just because I don't talk to them doesn't mean I'm not their friend anymore. Like if I met up with any of my friends right now that I haven't talked to in a while, I'm pretty confident that, like I I would still be able to pick up from where we were able to le- leave left like where we left it off at. Mm-hmm. Just because like again, who I consider a friend and who I consider don't is. I think it's very broad. Like I don't I don't have like a checklist, you know, where I'm like, oh, this guy's a friend, this guy isn't. I just go off like intuition, like my gut, you know, like Yeah. You know exactly.
0: Just, it's hard to articulate some of yeah, this. Yeah, it's very it's it's hard to like say, Oh,
1: this one's in this tier, this one's a yeah. you know, this person goes here. You know, there's no such thing as like all that shit. But,
0: yeah. And you know, it is weird how like or not weird, but it's definitely important to note like you were just saying that uh some friends um when you don't see each other every day you're still messaging like how you know uh, we do and that's why you know yeah. that's one of our reason why i consider you guys my best friends but in other cases you know some friends we don't message some friends don't message every day or every week or every month but when they see each other it's like it, it's like you know nothing's changed yeah and i i don't see anything wrong with that i mean um
1: yeah yeah it's just everyone's different you know everyone's, everyone's different it's all different yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. so I want to talk a little bit now about like growth and accountability with friends. So I think something that I've seen with you guys and maybe you guys have seen with me is is, uh, like growth. We like we share what our goals are. We share like who we want to become, like uh, the type of person we want to become. And we help each other stay accountable of that. It's not like we rely on that uh, accountability, but it's kind of like part of for me part of a friendship is having that trust that and that awareness that there are people in my life that are able to see things differently in a way that can help me grow and we, I can help them grow. How does that impact um your guys's growth and um what are your guys' thoughts on accountability with friends
1: uh, i I guess I'll take this one first um in yeah, terms of like rather than accountability uh you just previously mentioned that you like your friends like they might give you like a different perspective on life like on, on whatever that's how i see it more than like accountability for my friends because like i don't i i personally don't really share too much about like my personal goals and stuff like that with a lot of any of my friends to be honest like 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 i, I might have told you some small things here and there you know like i don't like keep count what i tell you but like like So I personally believe all my friends, like, they have a certain quality to them that I admire, that I, like, I admire about them and it's, it's something that I respect that I try to take away from them, for me, personally speaking. So, like, I might have, like, a certain quality that I really like about you, Eddie, and th- and I might have another quality that I like about you, Devin. you know, like, you both have a, a quality that I really admire about you guys, and that's what, like, that's what, like, drew me in, and that's what continues to draw me in to you guys, you know? So more than accountability, I think it's just more about, like, a trait that I see in my friends that I really admire. And, like, I try to not imitate, but, like, you know, like, take away and, like, Like learn learn from it. Yeah, yeah, like, learn from it. Like, because it's something that I want to work on, whatever that trait might be. But that's just for me to know. I guess just like,
0: example setting. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. You know, it's, like, I want to, like, a role model in a certain way, you know, like, something that I just want to take away and, like, be able to implement that into my own life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so accountability
2: for me, you know, right when you said, ask that question, Devin, the first thing that really popped into my mind is kind of like what John says, the quality thing, you know, some things that you admired that, you know, about your friends, the the thing with you guys is I can't remember how I worded it, but I was like. Hey guys, you know, if if anybody cheats, you know, we're, we're calling them out. You know, we're, we're canceling them. Like cheating as in like cheating on
0: their girlfriend kind of situation. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like within, within us, like, like their friendship. Yeah. Within,
2: within us, right. Like we will call that out, you know, if we see that or find evidence or whatever, you know, we're, we're we're not going to just turn a blind eye and and just let it happen or whatever. And I really think, you know, that's. When, when you guys said, yeah, agreed to that, you know, I, I never thought, oh, they're just saying that to say that. I, I genuinely thought, I mean, I genuinely know that that's that's what you guys would do, right yeah. And I think I don't know why I, I held so much weight on that, but I think that's a form of you know accountability because I mm-hmm. you know, especially like in college, right we're, we're all in undergrad and stuff, you see this stuff happen all the time. And hear about stuff happen all the time of, of people not being fair or, or genuine to their partners or, or whatever, or lying. I think the overarching um, thing was lying. So uh, I know you, both of you guys don't lie a lot and that, that's accountability, right? So I don't think I've once had a situation where where I was like, you know, what of y'all lied about something? That's never happening at all. I think it's, just, it's also a form of accountability, right? Because- after this long time of us knowing each other being friends, if one of us was to do something kind of like that, I feel like it's like a there's a lot of weight to 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 that happening right yeah it would be uh I don't know how how else you would say it mind blowing
0: <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? just so, yeah it's like it's like uh just staying honest, you know like honesty and friendship and and not holding your tongue like maybe there's some places to like bite your tongue or wherever the saying goes. But in a case like this, it, it's like being able to tell, you know, someone special in your life, something that they might want, not want to hear, but uh, they, they, they need to hear, you know, for, for me, that's, that's accountability. Yeah. And yeah, I think like, like you guys were saying, I think it's acknowledges that we are not omnipresent people and that other people's experiences and knowledge collectively or, or not, can help us grow and can help each other grow. So I, I, I think you know um, it. It, it kind of it sounds like selfish in terms of like I like like this aspect of this person. That's why I'm around them. But that, that's not what it's like. Like like that's why it's it's also kind of hard to talk about this because some of this when you articulate it, it sounds selfish. But it's like yeah. it, it's the opposite of that. You know, I'm sure that anyone listening to this can understand what I mean and and what all of us are talking about means. I, I hope. Yeah, I, hope, I hope to if not we see. sound like we probably sound like dicks <laughs> <laughs> nah, who cares <laughs> yeah okay so l- let's move on a little bit here to this topic's been on friendship so what friendship is like how we ma- maintain friendship but let's also talk about losing friendships so l- I-, I, just, I told you guys I'd come back to this so Eddie at the beginning you mentioned how a friendship is like a in some ways like a romantic relationship and Actually, when you lose a friend or a relationship, your body, like biologically, it perceives it as a death. So your body reacts in the same way from like a, a biological level as if that person has died because, you know, really they're not in your life anymore, right? So yeah. if someone dies or the ending of a relationship, the ending of a friendship, it, it, it's, it's all the same your, your body perceives. So that, that's just like another similarity between the two. You know, we all gain a lot of friendships during our life, but we don't die with those same friendships. So losing friendships, how do you guys know when it's time for the end of a friendship? Or if someone has ended a friendship with you, I'll maybe state like a personal example on this, but uh, what what about you guys?
2: So for me, I think that a lot of, a lot of times they just fade over time and it, there's no, you know, it's not like, you have to uh, do a one-on-one talk with the person, saying, "Hey, yeah. I want to end this friendship." Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I've had a friendship before in high school where you know I, I spent a lot of time with this other person, but at the end of the day, there were several times where I wouldn't feel, you know, just I wouldn't feel like I was having a good time, or um, I feel like I was being disrespected, and um, despite having brought that up and and, and all that. I just didn't feel like it was something I wanted to be a part of. So in that case, I actually just ended, a, you know, the friendship just right there. I didn't say anything, but, um, you know, looking back, you know, it could have been handled better, but I pretty much ghosted this person and, and then there's just no further <laughs> contact. You know, yeah. there's just, yeah. there's just no more contact after, you know, one day, your friend the next day, you, you just don't respond to anything they say. Um, yeah. I mean,
0: sometimes they don't deserve more than that, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, then, I mean, I don't, yeah, it yeah, depends think.
2: on right depends on the situation but yeah they can just you know they, they you can be friends with someone for a long time and then just one day it can be over right just like right. if someone was to straight up lie to me in a in a bad way right and this can be someone who i've been friends with for decades or whatever yeah i, I, yeah, I, I think i would just i really do believe that i would end the friendship on the spot like that
0: especially if the intent is evil you know yeah i mean yeah because you do it, it's it's I, I always
2: like to bring it back to, like, the relationship thing. Like, like, if your partner cheats or something like that, like, I think it's over. It's already done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Man, for me personally, like, yeah, that's a tough question. Just because, like, I guess for me personally, like, I think times where I've lost friendships or I've, I've like, lost contact is one is, like, when I – we all have different phases while we grow up. And I think one a factor that, like, a factor to me losing some friendship is, like, just I change, you know, like the person that I was, that I was with them is is not the same person that I am when I do move on. So that's maybe there's times like that where because of those kind of situations, I might like move on or like, you know, or just stop talking to them. But losing a friendship doesn't always necessarily mean a bad thing though, in my opinion. Good point. Um, yep. You know, like I think friends serve multiple purposes, you know, like, and it's okay to lose friendships, you know, it's, it's okay to let go it might be some in some cases it might be unhealthy to like keep yeah. you know relationships going but again i think it really, it just really depends on the situation you know like mm-hmm. you might have a bad falling out with some friends but other friends like you might have a good time it's just you're both changed like life caught in the way like other things kicked in so you just kind of gradually just lose contact over time but again there's nothing wrong with that you know yeah i think as long as you're able to cherish the memories that you've had with those people I think that's what really matters.
0: Yeah, my my therapist talks about like um you know some people are only in your life for a season and that's not good or it's not bad it just it is just like yeah, life honestly.
1: Yeah, you know yeah it just it is what it is you know like things yeah. like people come and go relationships come and go you know it's just, it just it's not always necessarily a bad thing or a good thing it's just you know just kind of how life is sometimes and there's not much you can do but just you know ride the waves.
0: Yep. You know, yeah, I think it is it is important to mention like when you lose a friend, it could be like a falling out or it could just be, you know, that friendship just not working out and that's okay. I, I know, I think the loss of a friendship or any relationship can maybe be a sign of growth in some cases. So I know when I was in high school, I was bullied really bad, uh, even with people I consider to be a friend. And this is just part of growth and, you know, how my definition of what a friend is, has changed. And, you know, part of the reason why I consider a friend such a strong word is because in the past, people who I considered are friends, weren't really acting like a friend towards me. Um, so now I kind of super compensate that in, in some ways. Okay, let, let's move on to being there for friends. I think my view of this has also changed over the years. Uh, obviously, we talked about a friend as someone that you can like, you know, just pick up the phone and and uh talk to or someone who's there for you john i know like i had a roommate years ago who like threatened to kill me and tried to instigate a fight and like uh, i just left and like i hit you up and i stayed at your place and there wasn't like you know you were hanging out with friends at the time and you left and you picked me up and you know it wasn't like any like it was it, w- it just was you know and i think these are like the type of examples that really like strengthens a friendship and and validates them. So that's kind of like a a serious example. But there's also just the little things that, you know, being there for a friend and that kind of like selflessness that a relationship or friendship has. And I know that's something that personally I'm trying to work on is being more like giving and and, and trying to actively give more and be more selfless. Not to say I, I think I'm selfish, but I think we all can work on on those kind of aspects of ourselves. so w- what does it mean to you guys you know to be there for, the, for your friends I, I understand like you can't always be there for your friends you have to protect yourself you have to have your boundaries so how do you guys go about that
2: i can go first so i think it's 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 hard to know when if you're trying to i don't know haunt, um if something's happened to a friend of yours, but they haven't ever said anything about it to the to you, or you know something's going on with them, but they haven't reached out to you, or they they haven't asked specifically for what they want, as in if they want any help or what what have you. Personally, I I actually wait, which isn't what I want to do. I want to be more proactive in these kind of situations. So I know. Um, some things that other people have done to me, and I was very surprised, is making like a random phone call, right? Or a random message, just like a, how are you doing kind of situation. And, and that's super innocent, right? That's, you're not uh, implicating anything or or anything like that. It's, it's a simple question of how are you or, or you know, wh- what are you doing? And I think that just opens up a the channel, right? Because that person who's going through something that they... They might not know that you are open, so that's actually something that I, I want to work on myself. But um, I think uh, if once you have that that kind of conversation or that channel open, it's just more of a of a listening game at that point, right? I don't like bringing like pharmacy related stuff into the into this one, but. it it kind of applies in this situation. So one of the things we do when we interact with patients and and counsel them on medications or or even their, you know, health conditions is using more of it's called like the Indian Health Service method and it's 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 just more open ended questions in general, right? So if someone isn't taking their medication, for example, it's not that oh they're just a bad person or oh they're they're just so forgetful. You know, you, you ask you have to be pretty Pretty smart with how you question them, right? So it, you know, things like, how does the medication f- make you feel, or like, how do you take the medication, right? Not, not no leading questions like, oh, do you t- you take one by mouth per day, right? <laughs> right, you're yeah. taking your medication every day, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, that, that can that can happen, right? With 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 a uh, innocent conversation with someone with your friend too, right? Mm-hmm. well i, I kind of just did it myself right there but uh, <laughs> yeah i i you know that that's what comes to mind with with being there for someone yeah yeah exactly so so just more in general just like more listening and then you know um just i i know that's a that's a common thing to say but i think when when actually practicing there there, there needs to be a strategy right because just listening You can be sitting there and it looks like you're listening, right? But you can be thinking about the next thing to say instead of actually taking in what's being said. Yeah. Yeah. You can just be thinking about, oh, what am I going to say next, right?
1: Yeah. So That's really important.
2: This is, yeah, it's definitely something that needs to be practiced. And there should be a, personally, I don't think there's a just wing it method of how to listen. I think it's something that needs to be trained. And, and with your questioning, right. It, 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 needs to be in a way I think it should be methodical, right. Because you, the order of which you say things, I think it matters. Um, I, I, I think that the general advice of just listening is, is not enough because it, it's, it's like one of those, you know, general pieces of advice that you think of it and you're like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. But when you're put up to the task, you're like, Oh, what do I do? Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, being prepared and asking, asking the right questions and stuff. I mean, that's, that's going on too. It's a whole, whole other topic, but, uh, but yeah, that, that's my take on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they say, like the difference between listening and hearing um, is important. Uh, And I think this advice goes for not just being there for a friend, but being there for anyone. Yeah. It's definitely a skill. No doubt about that. I I say this all, and I, I'm kind of a hypocrite with that in terms of like a, Hosting a podcast because a lot of the times I'm trying to think like okay where are we going to go next because I'm trying to make it flow but this is yeah. like different this is different right <laughs> so I, I mean, you know anyways <laughs> all right John what about you
1: I don't know man that's honestly a tough question like how to be there for someone was that your cat
0: <laughs>
2: Oh let me see yeah. that? that was that like, that was that was gwee-gwee. <laughs>
1: gwee-gwee.
0: Gwee-gwee. 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 Gwee-gwee.
1: Gwee-gwee. yeah that's
0: a good cat it's good pussy cat
1: honestly
0: there's
2: such
1: a there's such a distraction like i'm always watching them too <sighs> but, all right uh honestly man i don't think that's a tough question just because these days i don't i just don't feel like i've been a good friend to a lot of my friends so but i think for me like when someone asks me the question how are you I don't genuinely like respond to the question. Like I'll just always say like, oh, you know, I'm doing all right. You know, just working. Like that's like most of my response to a lot of my friends that yeah. do ask. When, when I ask them how they're doing, they kind of respond similar ways, I guess. So I think one thing, and again, like I think I'm not good at this. So like I I'm take this with a grain of salt, but like I think one thing that might help for me personally is like maybe to open up first to my friends and that way later on when I, when, by me opening up first, maybe I'll be able to make my friends more comfortable than them opening up to me, I guess, especially like, yeah. And like, I think again, for me, like most of my relationships I formed in person. And so I, and I don't really talk to anyone outside of that. Like I don't, again, I don't really text that much. I don't really call that much. And so that itself plays a huge factor for myself. Because when I meet a friend in person, I'm able to, like, converse with them a lot easier, more naturally, rather than over text. And so with everything that's been going on these days and, like, me being away from my friends, like, I'm in Atlanta now. Most of my friends are still in Texas. Again, that plays, like, a huge toll on my relationships. Again, these days, I personally don't feel like I've been, I've been a good friend just because I haven't been checking on my friends. But I think one method that I need to work on or that I will use is like, again, is to open up first to, to my friends and open up that space, open that route that, hey, like, you know, if you ever do need to open up or need to talk, I'm always here. But yeah, I think, I think it's important to let your friends know that, hey, like, that you're able to talk to me or like speaking for, for myself, like, you can talk to me whatever you want. You know, it's important to let them know that you're there, that you're there for them, and I think, again, like, another thing that plays a factor in this, though, is, like, how genuine your relationship is. Because, like, let's say, like, you have a relationship with a friend and, and like, again, it depends on what you are what you consider a friend. But, like, if you have a friend and, like, like opening up is not something that you're, you guys are used to in that relationship, it might be harder to do it, you know. But if you have a relationship and, like, you're used to, like, opening up or, like, opening up to them or sharing, like, certain or like certain like adversities that you're facing then you're used to that then like it's easier for them to do it later on too i think
0: yeah you know kind of on the flip side um sometimes when you need something from a friend you just you have to say it and and that's not gonna be the case all the time and i think some of the worst cases where someone needs someone is when they're not able to communicate it you know even with with uh suicide you know i'll I know, um, just from what I've read and everything is that uh, a lot of people, once they've decided that they are going to commit suicide, they actually seem happier, because there's a sense of like clarity. Uh, I'll know, I'm not speaking from experience. Um, This is just maybe what I've what I've seen uh, externally. But in those cases, like, it's tough, you know, Um, and I think that's why it's important to have that kind of as much as you can have that pathway where hopefully they can feel comfortable talking to you. And I also think that just goes back to how different people operate. So I'm someone that's really easy to communicate my needs. And, you know, I'm, I'm so fortunate to have like you guys as friends where you guys have been there so much for me, especially this past year, because I, I'm able to communicate my needs. And I know, like Eddie, I feel like you're kind of the opposite. You know, um, I feel like you're a little more like, especially with being introverted, it's more about having to ask and john too, you know, it's more about having to ask and like, create that pathway um so you know it's it's important to ask the questions but it's also important that to have the capability to know what to do once the friend has communicated what they need versus versus asking them what they need does that make sense no it does yeah and
1: like another thing is though is like you might be there for someone and you might not even be aware of it you know and mm, like definitely it's, it's, and you know like uh, and like you could just be like providing like like you might be like their source of laughter or you know or like that's very specific, but you know like like they could be taking something away from your energy or from your vibe, yeah, and you might not even be aware of it, you know,
0: I um, think that's really special,
1: yeah, and that's and, they, and some people are not even communicate that, you know, and like again, there's nothing wrong with that, but like you said, it's very special uh you can't really articulate that, but you know it's 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 definitely like a gray area, you know, like this topic yeah. like. How to be there for someone
0: it's tough because like we're gonna listen to this after the fact or i don't know if you guys are listening i'm gonna listen to this when i'm editing it and i'm gonna yeah. sound like and we sound like so like we sound so conceited yeah I, it's, all, <laughs> like, like, it's not it's not like that like it, I, it's it's just articulating some of this stuff it's really difficult and when i first thought about this topic and inviting my two best friends i was like this is going to be super easy super fluid but when you actually get to it, this is actually kind of difficult to talk about. Yeah. Um, it's just hard yeah. because it's something that you you just take for granted, especially um, as you grow and um, you have that deeper understanding and sense of what a friendship is. You take it for granted and don't think about it in a way that you can articulate because maybe you don't even, when do you do that? You know, not as much as maybe you talk about other things. So I don't know, but- you know, one of the uh, themes of this initiative is mental health. And I think mental health has obviously a huge tie to friendship. Um, you know, whether you are an introvert or extrovert, that human connection, we all crave it. Mm-hmm. So, how does friendship have an effect on your guys' mental health and in general? In general. Hmm. Um- you guys, in general, yeah, you guys, and in general.
2: Yeah, so uh, mental health, uh, how how friendship has helped with mental health and, health and all that. I think it's helped a lot. Just ha- you know, humans do need to have a social aspect to them, even if you're a uh, more shy person or introvert like me. You know, having a, a human interaction is re- is almost like a human thing, right? We we almost it's it's almost a need, right? So I think been positive if you're surrounded by the right people your mental health is going to be better. So right now, I mean, with you guys and living with you you guys, like my mental health has never been better. But I can easily see if I'm with someone else who's not a good influence or is not a good person, right, and they're um, somehow in my life in a way, I can definitely see that having a negative effect. Another thing I want to talk about is I think being able to share what's on my mind with you guys when I want to share it is is helpful too because – you know, I, I know there's other people out there who I can talk about whatever I want to talk about topics, but they might not actually be receptive or want to want me to, or you know they don't want to spend the time to even acknowledge what I've said. So I you know I can I can talk to you guys about anything. So that really lets me. The easiest way is just, is just vent, right? Yeah. Just venting in general will help will uh, do do wonders. So uh, just make things quick. I mean I definitely think that. Having a good relationship with friends is beneficial to
1: uh, to mental health overall. Yeah, and like just taking it up a notch. Like it's not. I don't. For me personally, I don't think friendship just like it, it helps with a lot of things. You know, like you know, there's like a phrase like "Show me your friends, and I'll show you what your future looked like." You know, like friends play a huge role, like in in ways that we might not even be able to imagine, besides like mental health. But mental health specifically, I think it's important. Friendship plays a huge role in terms of, like I just said, having someone where you can vent to or just just be yourself, you know, it's very huge, you know, like, because some people out there, like, it might be because, like, they have to put on a different face for, for their jobs or, like, for their professions, you know, or, like, whatever the case might be. But, like, sometimes, like, a person just kind of needs an environment where they can just let loose, be themselves. And I think a perfect spot for that is, like, you know, friends, you know, like, that's what friends are there for, like. Friends might bring out a side of you that you might you might keep hidden away from others just because for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I personally can't imagine what my life will be about friends just from my background and everything. In terms of like effect that it's had on my mental health, I would definitely say it's huge. You know, I, I mean, I can't even put into words like how much it's helped. But but again, like not everyone has that luxury or privilege to have good friendships you know yeah. uh you know like i think i've been very lucky in, throughout my life where i've been able to like make good relationships and like have developed great great friendships with a lot of individuals i know that not everyone's as lucky as i am or you know had that chance to because of maybe their environment or whatnot that a lot of people have those good relationships but i definitely don't take it for granted and always appreciate my relationships that i that I have and that I've had had.
0: I, I totally agree. You know, I, I feel so fortunate and, and really lucky, honestly, to have, you know, the quality of friends I have, because that's not the case for everyone. It's definitely important to acknowledge that really good point. Okay. Well, lads, so we're going to wrap this up here. So just like in any other guest speakers, a few things we're going to hit here. The first is call to actions. So do you guys want to go over a call to action you have? It can be related to friendship. It doesn't have to be as well as a book recommendation.
1: Well, I I guess I personally have a call action for myself and I guess I'll share with everyone. else. just, you know, like, yeah, I'm sure we all, if you ever want to reach out to someone, just do it, you know, like just pick up the phone, call them or just shoot them a DM or shoot them a text, you know, like don't be afraid to reach out to to any relationships that you might've had in the past. Or, some, or or that you might wanna, you know, like, rekindle, or maybe if you let rekindle, yeah, <laughs> <Re-kinder>. <laughs> Tinder. That's what's on your mind, John. Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell. Anyway, you know, like you know, like rekindle, or like you know, like maybe if you had a relationship that had a bad falling, you know, like it's it's never too late to reach out. You know, I for sure will definitely be working and focus focusing on like reaching out to my friends, double checking with everyone. You know, like making sure everyone's good. But yeah, I guess that's my call of action.
0: And then I mean, what about your book? Oh, my book.
1: My book. My book. Uh, the only book that I've read this past few months is called <laughs> the, the, cat oh, besides besides the, cat the Cat Books. Cat books <laughs> besides the Cat Books. Besides the Cat Books. So I guess the, a book that I would recommend is a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. He mostly talks about. So everyone has goals in life, and basically his main focus is on not the goal that you might have, but creating a system to help you reach that goal. And I really like this book just because it kind of, in terms of like working on reaching out to friends, it kind of helps you look every like not look everything as like a system, but like creating a system for yourself in order to reach goals that you might have, not just to like reach out to friends, but just anything that you might have in general throughout life. And uh, I think it's a very good read. I haven't finished it. but it's been it's been a good read
0: so far that's that's
1: my recommendation
0: awesome thanks lad no problem lad eddie sue
2: all right so (laughs) i'm gonna start with my recommendation first so to be honest (laughs) i haven't read a book since like 10th grade of high school Like (laughs) a you know read a book from start to finish for fun Um, so For, for, for fun yeah so Basically, I'm going to make a separate recommendation, a different type of, you know, different medium, right, of media.
1: Okay. And
2: my recommendation is um, – <laughs> 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 all right, so so I, I kind of want to tie this back to just, just a quick back story. I mean, you know, me, John, and Devin, you know, we first, you know, know each other just from working out, right, so powerlifting – yeah. And just working out and working out in general, right. Training as we like training to call it, right? yeah. because we're working up yeah. to a goal. Yeah.
1: So, time to train.
2: Uh, <laughs> time, to time to train. train right? And the thing is with training, you know, there, there's so many different ways to train and stuff um, and so many ways to go about it. And, and we all still talk about it to this day. But the one thing that I, I really enjoy is watching um, Renaissance periodization on YouTube with Dr. Michael Israel. Basically he gives very, very, uh, scientific explanations and approaches to how to, how to work out, you know, whether your goal be for strength or, or size. Personally, I, I'm uh, leaning more toward bodybuilding right now. And, and that YouTube channel has been super, super helpful. The way that he has his lecture set up is very similar to how I have my lectures at school. And I mean, I, throughout pharmacy school, I've grown to like lectures as well. Um, it It's really helpful. And in, in um, the way they're set up, I mean, I used to not listen to lectures at all, but now I listen to all the way through. And I think it's really helpful, especially if you are a more auditory or visual learner and having someone right there uh, talking to you. I think it's a great um, resource, right? Especially if you're into working out or or fitness in general, it's awesome. And that's my recommendation. But um, call to action, I think is, might just gonna be, you know, um, continue to practice what goals you have. So for example, my goal of, of, trying to be more proactive in general um it's something that needs to that you know i can i can say it to people like oh i want to be more proactive but if i don't actually make that happen i think that's just a um a hollow a hollow um claim or a hollow um proclamation right i want to make it into reality so call to action is you know don't wait for tomorrow i and you know, just do it now. So it's like that movie, right? With uh what's it called? The movie where the where the the fake family goes to Mexico to smuggle cocaine or something. They're
1: trying, they're it, trying to be, they're trying to they're uh, trying to they're trying to smuggle back some uh smuggle drugs back, right? And, yeah, uh, and I
0: remember it's uh it? where the or meet the Millers. Oh, no, we're the Millers. We're the Millers. We're yeah, the
2: remember. Millers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Millers. So. But hey, it's,
1: it's,
0: right? Yeah, I I I like that. Movie. Yeah, remember the kid,
2: the, the big the the big eyebrow kid, and he's yeah. like. <laughs> Amber and the, in the dad, the, you know, quote unquote dad trying to teach him about how to get girls and stuff. (laughs) And his problem is he thought too long, right? He would count one, one, two, three, right? And then by the time he counts the three in his head, he's already scared of himself out of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so (laughs) the easier way is just, you can still do the same thing, but you kind of just force yourself to do it after counting to one.
1: Yeah. So you kind of get
2: one second to, to, to prep yourself like, oh, I'm going to do it. And then you just do it. It sounds really dumb, but I think it's, (laughs) I think it's very helpful. So it can be, it can be used for anything, right? Like, oh, I need to get up now. You Mm. know, instead of counting to three, you count to one. All right, I'm getting it up. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, I like how that ties into the, uh, the habits, how John was talking about the, the book, you know, it's, it's a way of like forming a habit too, right? Yeah. Yeah, Exactly.
2: Before free, you know it, you don't even have to
1: count to one. You just
2: you count to
0: zero.
1: It. <laughs> yeah, you don't,
2: you don't to count. You don't even think about yeah, it.
1: <laughs> th- there's actually an Olympic athlete where he she said like, or I forget who, I forget who was an Olympic athlete, but like there was an interview asking an athlete, how do you get up every morning? And she said like, she said she, her system was just count to 10. And like before 10, it's like her goal is to get up before 10, like before counting to 10. So it's just like, you know, like she's just counting, like prepping herself to mentally just to get up. But in the end, it's like it's it's just do it, you know. Like at yeah. whether she waits till ten or whether she does it at one or two, it doesn't really matter. But the main goal is that she she does it, you know, like she actually does action and I just gets up from bed. But yeah, just nice. you know, I, I just want yeah, I just want to add just do it. Right just, just just do, do it, it. You know?
0: Just yes, sir. Do it. All right. So this has been like a little different topic in or in terms of guest speakers are considered experts of the topic that I tried to do. And uh, for this topic, a- uh, at, <laughs> this topic is friendship. And we're all friends and we all have friendship. So I'm actually going to contribute my own call to action and my own book recommendation. Uh, I've tried to, to be more of a, like an active um, speaker on this episode because of that, because I feel like all three of us are kind of you know the friends and have so this friendship is what we're talking about. So stop my my uh, call to action is so to I'll just quickly uh, be picky off of what I was about to say, and uh, my call to action is to be picky. And what I mean by that is to be picky who you surround yourself with. And what I mean by that is that if you're putting a lot of effort and attention into your own growth, you should reflect that through who you give your energy to. It's a uh, simple, but I always find an effective reminder. And my book recommendation is actually The Dance of Intimacy by Harriet Lerner. I've actually talked about this book in one of my posts on my Instagram page at Let's Talk About Official. I really like this book because it basically talks about our capacity for intimacy is correlated with, with how deep our sense of self is. And by understanding ourselves more in our past, uh, we have a greater uh, potential for intimacy, which is important for any relationship we have. So that's my book recommendation. So as I'm recording this, John and Eddie are actually off the air. Like I said, I'm recording this after editing the podcast. The uh, rest of the recordings seem to get chopped off somehow. So uh, we all kind of picked this charity together for where the shirt donations will go to and again five dollars for every let's talk about friendship shirt will go towards this foundation and that is the friendship foundation it's an organization that sets up families and friends and um, parents with uh, special need children and it creates an inclusive environment where they can enjoy various activities and such as sports arts and music with other peers so we all thought that was kind of a organization to uh give back to in the setting where you know everyone deserves to have a friend and enjoy the um, benefits of a friendship. okay so uh, that wraps up the let's talk about friendship episode. I obviously thanked John and Eddie while we were on air but that's not recorded so I'm thanking them off of air once again you can find you can find my Instagram at let's talk about official you can find my website at letstalkaboutofficial.com. And uh, this podcast is on Spotify and Apple. Feel free to email me with any feedback or questions at letstalkaboutinitiative at gmail.com. And thank you so much for listening. And I look forward for the next one for you guys to listen to. Cheers.